Happy birthday to me. That's right, everybody. Today is no ordinary day. It is the one... motherfucking birthday! Yes, it is 22 years ago today. The world was changed for maybe the better, maybe the worse. I'm gonna go with the worse. Maybe neutral. I guess you really found that out, like, after you passed. Like, was your life... Positive, negative, neutral. I think we're... Uh, let's go for neutral. Let's go for carbon neutral. Let's go for carbon... We're going to net zero. But yes, it is the birthday of one Kata. Kata, would you like to explain to the people where we are right now? We are currently in a really overpriced hotel because it's my birthday and I want to go out on the town... Unfortunately, we do not live in the town. So one has to get to the town. So... And how one got to the town was me, the chauffeur, taxi driver. To this said overpriced hotel room. And here we are, awaiting the rest of the party goers. I mean, it's going to kick up any second, I'm sure. They're just They're being really quiet, yeah. They're being really quiet. Guys, shh. We're recording. And yeah, we're just, you know, so committed to the podcast that we thought, hmm, we have about 10 minutes, 15 minutes... Um, in a somewhat quiet space, let's pull out this recorder. And again, this is not the, you know, tens of dollars worth of equipment that I purchased. That you researched. I are indeed research and development ties. Um, it's just my phone. So if it sounds better than our other episodes, I gotta, I gotta talk to the good people on Amazon because something is up. Because your, however many generations old iPhone works better than that recording equipment. Exactly. Um, okay, so I think just to be in theme, Kata, do you remember, because besides today, because today's going to be mm-hmm. your best birthday ever, but do you remember, like, your best birthday ever? Best and, yeah, let's know, we're stuck positive. What's your best birthday? Honestly? Because I'm trying to think. I would probably say last year was really pretty good. We went out for dinner, mm-hmm. and I got... Oh, I the one I didn't come to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was your that fault. That was the best one. That was your fault. <laughs> um, because I got, we went out for dinner, and I got the perfect level of drunk, where I was so like happy, okay. but the next morning I didn't. I felt fine because I think we were drinking so much while we were eating that it like right, balanced you each were, other. The out. alcohol was where the food was. Yeah, I hear that's how you do it. I would say my best birthday was your sixteenth surprise birthday party that we had three months later. Three months later, with three guests in attendance, I think I stopped. Ha- I think my last birthday party, actual birthday party, was when I was ten. And I took some of my friends, and by took, I mean, like, my mom paid for and facilitated this event. Thank you, mother and father. Um, I I went to a movie, and we got to the theater, and everyone was like, oh, what movie are we going to see? Like, is it this movie? Is it this movie? Like, whatever the animated mm-hmm. or and or action movie. I think this is just around the time of the Marvel films oh, yeah. coming out. Starting. So everyone's like, yeah, let's go see Marvel. And I'm like, we're going to see Oceans. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you don't remember Oceans, Oceans was a sea documentary. Not to be confused with the movie with Rihanna, Ocean's Eleven. No, it was not that one. She hadn't acted yet at the time. Maybe didn't done a little bit of Battleship, if anyone remembers that experience. But, yeah, we went to see Oceans, um, which is a documentary. It was like a Disney documentary that they kept hyping on the Family Channel. So I was like, oh, it's got to be good. And I get there, and it is exactly what the title wants it to be. It's about the ocean. You see different creatures. You see different, like, sharks, things. And I'm pretty sure... Um, I didn't have another birthday after that because I didn't have any friends after that. Until I came along. Yeah, that was a few years after. Um, and I here probably, we are now. Yeah, I probably knew you. We knew each other. At, uh, eh. 
No, it might have been like I might have been eight. Yeah. So if you Time's if, not real. if you went to that birthday party, I apologize. We should have just saw like Thor or something. But I wanted to be smart. Do you remember the theme song to that movie? To Thor. No, to <laughs> Oceans. It was no. Make a way, make a way. Okay, copyright. We're gonna get sued. I think you get like a little chunk, but that was that was a big enough chunk that I I will have to unfortunately stop. That'll do, listeners. Okay, so I was looking back at our last episode, and I realized that we forgot to do a snack graveyard, which oh if you're a fan God. of our TikTok, if you're a fan of our TikToks, you realize that there wasn't a TikTok this week because they're normally snack graveyard-based yeah. scenarios. So I had nothing to talk about, quite literally. And figuratively. Also, take a shot every time I say quite literally on this podcast. You're going to be real drunk like I'm going to be tonight. Quite literally. So do you have any... I know we didn't really plan this portion of the event... But, do you have a snack graveyard? Hmm. I'm trying to think who's, what's been robbed. What's been robbed? Oh, okay, I have one. When, I hate a limited time event mm, that yeah. doesn't come back. Last year, Wendy's did a strawberry frosty, and it was so good. Now, the problem is, when they introduce a specialty frosty, mm-hmm. they kick vanilla to the curb. Well, who wants a vanilla frosty? I like a vanilla frosty. I'm a chocolate eye girl. I did a I did a half and half situation the other time I was there, and it was pretty good. Mm. You could you could say it was the best of both, both worlds. So that I would like to to induct the um, what is this called the Wendy's strawberry, strawberry frosty, frosty, which I believe they have in the states. Hmm. Oh, I have mine. Please. Speaking of the this states, this sounds like a good one. The Taco Bell yeah. Frito Burrito. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. For those of you that don't know or remember or didn't experience this type of loss, one, I'm jealous of you. And two, um, about, I want to say two months into COVID. A pandemic. This weird thing happened where Taco Bell obliterated half of the, the good stuff on the menu. Just got rid of it. They got rid of the potatoes. They got rid of the Mexican pizza, which has made a return. Thank you, Doja Cat. They got rid of the Frito burrito. Which I think is the biggest loss. Now, you could procure your own Fritos. But what's the point when they were doing it for you? That's true. If, if, if it's not like a high 18-year-old who's working there after school on their shifts, I don't want it. Exactly. If they didn't do it, I don't want it. And the... Unfortunate. Well, unfortunately or fortunately, the employees at a certain Taco Bell we go to are always a little bit baked zoinks. out of their minds. <laughs> but you know they are what? More baked than baked beans. But you know what? They've never messed up my order once. Never. No. But the sober people at McDonald's, I can count on one hand how many times I did it correctly. So. True. So really, I mean, we can do some sort of academic research. Like, is it better? Causation correlation, if you will. If you will, that could also be take a shot every time we say if you will. I'll take one right now. Cheers. So any other ongoings on this week? Mm. See, the problem is we recorded like three days ago. Yeah. So we haven't experienced much week to recap. But we are about to experience a night and a half. Well, one of us is about to experience a night and a half. One of us the other one is about to experience bed in about 45 minutes. A drive home. Yeah. Do you want to explain your, your history of like when you started doing this? I mean... Whatever you feel like sharing, but there was a there was a dead period that you could not control. COVID. Mm. Her name was COVID. Her name. So do you want to explain 
So. Whatever you feel comfortable sharing, you know, nothing. I don't think you can self-incriminate. I think that's one of the charter rights. So I come from a European family where drinking as a youth is not frowned upon. Rather, it's encouraged. Mm. So the first time I set foot in a club, I was 16. Which is, it's, that's legal there, where you were. Well, not to go to a club. You're uh, allowed to buy beer and wine. Uh, but you can't, you know, be buying vodka but, sodas and tequila shots. But what if you walk in there and say, I promise I'm only having beer and wine? Um, I don't think they let you into clubs. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So that's when I started. And yeah, like every summer after that, I'd go to Europe and, you know, with the cousins. And we'd get into trouble. And I'd learn the tips from my older cousins. One of the biggest life lessons mm. I've learned is if you can party with your cousins, you're golden because no one mm. will let you die. Like That's your true. friends, like yeah, as you much as have, they love you, like party friends, you know, they can leave you on the road and never think about you again. No, your, your cousins your have cousins. to have your aunts and uncles, meaning your parents to answer to. <laughs> They're going to be dead along with you. Yeah, no, that's so true. no one will get left behind. Yeah. So I think part of the reason I got into so much, mm, dare I say trouble, not trouble. We never like hijinks. Mm, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, was because I did it with my cousins and I knew I was always going to be safe because what were they going to do? Leave me on the road to die? No. No. Anyway, the point of that is I've been going out for quite a few years at this point and in quite a few different countries. Mm. What's the best country? My personal favorite for going out? Probably Germany. Worst? Canada. No offense, Trudeau. Mm, full offense. Or offense. <laughs> full offense, Justin. Full offense for a number of things. But that's a different episode. So yeah, um, another tip. Try not to mix liquors. You know, for all you youth starting, I like to pick one. What do you mean? Like, if you're going to go vodka, go vodka. Don't do vodka, rum, gin. Didn't you just pour vodka and rum in a cup? Like, Shut five minutes up. ago. <laughs> I said, do as I say, not as I do. Also, it's my birthday. I'm trying to black out. Oh. Godspeed. These are tips for the future generation. Right. Number two. Or three. Mm. Math is not my Next one. Suit. Number next one. Number B. Girls, watch your drink. Yeah. My rule is if you feel like staying home, stay home. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like going, just just don't. If you do, go for it. See, I stay say, safe. Stay safe. I say way. go until the lights come on, which in Canada is way too early. What time is that? Mm, like two, maybe one. That seems very late to me. What's what's like average global I've, average? I've gone home at eight a.m. once from a night out. Nine a.m. Wait. Changed, cha- changed my outfit, had a shower, and gone to brunch. I can't believe we forgot to address what, to me, is the elephant in the room. I'm sure people listening to this have experienced the same sort of crisis today, but the banks decided to take a bank holiday. But I think that's just For here. today. No, that's global, apparently. it was just Canada. It was global. Rogers. Oh, is it just Canada? Maybe. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of global bank outage, and I'm 98% sure all the debit cards are, are they're taking the day off in remembrance of my birthday. Kat's birthday. I guess not remembrance, more observance. I can't imagine what they're going to do when you're dead. Um, I think the whole world will shut down. There's going to be like a week. A morning period. A morning period. Just like I found this out very recently, that there's this whole procedure that happens when the queen dies. Like, they have it ready. And I don't know 
the minutiae, but I know that there is a day where they can't play any comedy or maybe like a week or two weeks where they can't play any comedy programs on the like British, like airwaves. official British airwaves because it is a time of morning as opposed to a time of afternoon. She's taking selfies. I just respond to all the people that are sending me happy birthdays, which is honestly a lot. Would you say that you're a birthday person? I'm such a birthday person. Yeah. I don't understand how people cannot like their birthdays. I love my birthday. I feel so special on my birthday. See, I like other people's birthdays, but my own, I'm, I, I'm just like, eh. Because mm. it's not, well, do I like it? Here, I'm, a, I'm kind of a middle child. I say kind of because I, there's an even number of us. Shout out siblings. But, so I'm like in the middle, but there's obviously, I have a, I have a middle buddy. Um, so I don't always get attention, but I feel like I want to earn it. Like if I'm getting it, I want to earn it. I mean, mm. we're, we started a podcast. So it's not like we're shy, but. I feel like I didn't do anything to be born. I quite literally did nothing. It was my parents, I guess most specifically my mother, who deciphered my birthday. Yeah. So I feel like if I'm going to get all this attention, like I should have done something. Well, see, I think that we're celebrating my existence, which is... Which is everything to do with you. Which is reason enough to... <laughs> oh, the police are coming. Well, if anyone, If anyone's like aunt or like great uncle owns some, some sort of recording booth can you just please let us use it because please. we're recording on our phones there's got to be something someplace we could go someone please sponsor us please sponsor us well while we're at it do you have a gup date i'm gonna have a gup date after tonight i'm ready to spill my guts all night <laughs> but that's not a gut well yeah i guess i always thought gup date is more like south oh but i guess it can be northern well, it's based. coming out. It doesn't matter which way it's coming. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I actually have a question about that. As you spilled something on the rug. Did I? Mm. It's fine. Um, what is the intrigue? Like, why are people like, yeah, I'm going to feel so sick tomorrow. Like, that sounds terrible. Is it, is it a, a, like, just the ends justifying the means yeah, situation? Okay. Because, like, much. I get a sore throat and I'm like, this is the worst day ever. But then for people to know, like, I'm going to feel like garbage the next day. Because while you do it... If anyone can't tell, I'm like a loser and uh, do, does nothing. I literally go to bed at 8. But see, I also go to bed at 8, but I can... You have your moments. I'm the best of both She ones. does it all. <laughs> I'm Kim Kardashian West. Mother. Lawyer. Billionaire. I want to be a billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna go. One of our let in the party goers, but we'll I'll make we'll we'll cut to something here. So there'll be there'll be more of this episode. Don't worry. Stay tuned. On my own, I don't know the rest of the words. Hello. And welcome back to the second half of episode, what is it, I think it's five, episode five of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. Now you might notice we are one woman down, Kata, as we've you know, discussed on this podcast, runs her own empire, she has you know, a lot going on, so we here at, uh, what is this production company called, Procrastination Productions, have decided we're going to give her the, the second half of this episode off, you know, it is still her birthday week. 
we celebrate birthday weeks here, so she can't be with us for the rest of this episode. Unfortunately, you're stuck with me for the rest of the episode, so I'm sure everyone will be clicking off. No worries, no hard feelings. I understand. I get it. I have a couple things written down that I wanted to just, you know, go over, discuss. Um, it feels like I'm talking to myself, which I normally do. You know, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, and by a lot of people, I mean no people. But I actually, I actually have a podcast that I do, I think like three or four times a day. It's just me talking to myself. Um, and I've really enjoyed, like, my podcast, my solo podcast really uh, spiked during COVID because you could start wearing a mask. And I could do it pretty much anywhere at work, you know, walking down the street, because if I had a mask on, no one could see that my mouth was moving. Um, and I would just talk just so, just quietly enough so that no one could hear me. So this is like, you know, this is like my fifth podcast of the day, I have to say. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, but the first thing I wanted to discuss, the first thing on my list here, as we said, it was Kata's birthday. And Kata's uh, birthday for me means that it is time for my yearly Instagram post. Uh, so I have like my own personal account separate from from this that I don't use, I don't go on, I don't interact with, I don't associate with, except every July 8th. Now, every July 8th, I do my, it, it, it's an honor really to just post some pictures from the year in celebration of, you know, our good friend Kata. And it is a nice little exercise for me because I get to kind of reflect on my year, go pat, go through my camera roll, see what's up. Um, I have to say each year we get worse at taking pictures, so it's quite slim pickings. But I found a picture here that leads to a story that I decided I wanted to share with everybody. So I found a picture of us at Menchie's. Now for those of you don't know, who don't know, Menchie's is a frozen yogurt shop where you do it yourself. It's like a self-serve frozen yogurt shop. You go in and there's about five different little ice frozen yogurt machines the left handle is one flavor, the right handle is another, and then the, there's a, a middle handle. There's like three handles on each little machine, and that will mix the two. So it's, it's quite fun. It was quite popular uh, when it first came out probably about 10 years ago. Now, not so much. You know, I realize that anything that doesn't have a drive through is not for me anymore. It no longer fits with my lifestyle. But I guess this particular day, I think it was about maybe like August, end of August last year, we decided to go to Menchie's. And uh, what happened at that Menchie's was something that I'll never forget. I'll never forget again, because I did in fact forget when I looked at the picture and then I remembered. Because in the picture, there was something off about our eyes. I was like, it looks like we'd seen something, like we'd seen a, we'd seen a ghost. And then I remembered, ah uh, yes, that was the day I got peed on at Menchie's. Now I'll be completely honest, the title, the headline, I got peed on at Menchie's does sound a little bit um, better than it is. Like it sounds like it's going to lead to a greater story than it does. But this is what I got. One day, the year was 2020 last year, we walked into a Menchie's and I was excited. I hadn't been to Menchie's in a while. I was like, let's get out of the house. This is going to be fun. So I'm doing, you know, my, my frozen yogurt. I usually, I don't like to go too much. Like I know... I used to, I learned, I learned not to mix too much because when I used to get Slurpees, which is a similar idea, like you do it yourself, I would just get a little, little bit of each flavor and then you drink it and you're like, wow, this tastes like gross, disgusting swamp water, like Shrek's ogre water. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stick to one flavor, maybe one or two. And what I really go in for is the toppings. You know, they got sprinkles, you can get like little cookie dough pieces or whatever, little cheesecake pieces. But what I really go for 
and what I think Menchie's likely going for because that's where they get the money. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but Menchie's is by weight. So you like you fill up your yogurt toppings, sauce, whatever, and then they weigh it. And if you think about it, frozen yogurt actually doesn't weigh that much. It's like pretty light. It's like air. But then you get to the toppings, and if you're like me, you're putting on like the full Oreo. They have like full Nanaimo bars, full brownies. So I'm getting there, and they're like, okay, your total is $54.82. Terrible. I'm trying to cut back. I'm going to set the scene. I'm at the topping station, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to reach for that full brownie that's going to come to about $9.45, $9.45. But you know what? YOLO, we could all die tomorrow. Who knows? And then I start hearing like a little dripping noise, like a, like a faucet was on. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, why is there like a, like a, a dripping noise? Like, it doesn't sound like, like I, don't, I don't see a sink anywhere near. Like, that's kind of odd. Whatever. I'm still kind of distracted by the brownie. And then I start feeling this sort of like, um, almost like, do you know when you get pins and needles and you feel like little kind of pricks in your, in your, in your legs or whatever? In this situation, it was the legs, but whatever, you know, body part is piecing out that at that particular moment I started feeling on my right leg like a little bit of like prickly and I'm like what is what is going on and I look to my right and there's this sweet little kid poor thing who is having some sort of diaper malfunction all over the floor of Menchie's which is then bouncing off of the tile and onto my leg and at this point everything goes in slow motion do you know how when you know a crisis is happening and you start seeing everything slower and you can really like you know interpret what's going on and make like decisions no so everything slowed down and i'm like i think i'm getting peed on and in fact i was getting peed on now the poor and and i just want to i just want to say this up front stuff happens i'm sure i've peed in public before both when i was a kid and i was a little bit older it happened. So this is no, you know, I, I totally understand this poor mother was like horrified so much so that I don't think she knew how to act because who would? I don't think they give you like a handbook on what to do when your kid starts peeing in a frozen yogurt shop on a stranger's leg. Um, and her, in her defense, she wasn't exactly peeing on my leg. It was just kind of backsplashing until her mother goes to like pick her up, which I don't know what that was going to do. Like I don't understand the uh, method, but I think she was just panicked, which rightfully so, totally understand. She like picks the her child up, and all that does is makes the force at which the the pee stream is hitting the tile like it makes it hit the tile harder, which splashes it back further. And then the kid in her mother's arms like whips to the side, and she starts peeing not only on my shoe, but in the holes. I've get this, my brand new $10 knockoff Crocs from Walmart. Not the day to be wearing shoes with holes in them, let me tell you. And maybe I would I'd actually be interested to get Kat's take on this because I might have been, I might be dramatizing this, dramatizing this, as I tend to. Um, but yeah, so now the pee's going straight into my Crocs. And again, this is, this is all happening over the course of maybe two or three seconds. But in my head, it's been like three minutes. The pee's going into my crock, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And eventually it stops, and then the poor Menchie's workers, who I'm sure signed up there because, like, what do you do at Menchie's? It's a self-serve yogurt shop. Like, I'm sure they didn't come there because they really want to work. 
which I respect, like I would get a job there as well. All you're doing is like helping people ring through their overpriced yogurt. Um, they now have to clean up the the piece. So it was the whole. It was this whole fiasco. Um, my my leg, it, it all dried off. We're fine. I did Google after to see if I needed to get some sort of like tetanus shot situation. Um, and actually, good news, pee I found out that day is uh, sterile. So really, my leg had never been cleaner. So I don't know what I was complaining about. So yeah, I got peed into Menchie's. I was thinking about getting that on a bumper sticker, but as I said in the beginning, I think it is almost misleading because it sounds like it's gonna be like a better story than it is. And I know that's the worst thing to say on a podcast about telling stories, but I'm gonna keep it real. Like, no, I wasn't stung by a jellyfish in the middle of Menchie's, but maybe I should say that that is what happened because that might be, might be a little bit cooler. But again, this is what I got. So yeah, my name is Francesco. And I was peed on in a Menchie's. It, it shaped me. It shaped me as a person. Um, I can't believe we're already in July. And the only reason I know we're in July is because, one, it was Kat's birthday. And two, I just saw a commercial for the Hallmark Channel's event called Christmas in July. Now, if you don't know what this is, this is that um, through the month of July, the Hallmark Channel, which makes top-tier made-for-TV movies, they play Christmas movies through the month of July. I guess they do that because, like, July is halfway between, like, the last Christmas and the next Christmas. So I think they think, you know, about now, maybe we're ready to be injected with some Christmas so that we have enough of a break to be ready for their Christmas movies when they start back up in November. So I love a good Hallmark Christmas movie. I don't know who doesn't. I think it's interesting that Netflix has started making Christmas Christmas movies as well. Uh, the Lifetime Channel loves a good Christmas movie, but I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but they're all like plot line by plot line, the same movie over and over and over and over. I'm gonna I'm gonna outline it for you, okay? Anyone who's looking into getting into TV writing, take some notes, crack a pen. If there's anything I can teach a class on, it is this formula. It will always start. And when I say always, I mean like 95% of the time. I'm sure you could say, well, there's this movie or there's this movie that strays away. 93.5% of the time, this is, this is the movie they're giving you. So this is what happens. Basically, there is someone, let's call her Lindsay. Lindsay, at the start of the movie, works in some big corporate office somewhere. We see like the opening shot is usually like a little bit of snow falling over some sort of generic like busybody city skyline, you know, office building situation. And it usually starts with her on the phone with her friend saying, Lindsay, you know, like you're such a workaholic, like you should celebrate Christmas. And Lindsay's usually like, oh, I hate Christmas, especially since, you know, when I grew up in Woodchip Chuck Hickville, which is the name of her town, her small town that she's from, because she's always from a small town. She'll go, you know, when I you know grew up there, Christmas, you know, it's just not the same over here or something. She has some excuse as to why she doesn't like Christmas anymore. But it's, it's made aware with the audience that she used to like Christmas. Then usually something happens where her dad is like, Lindsay, like, can you please come visit me in Woodchick Hickville, Woodchip Chuckville or whatever? They always have very interesting names uh, for these towns. Because it, it really is the one area where the writer of the screenplay can like really give it their all and add their own personal touch to these films because there is such a played out formula. 
So just for continuity, we're going to call Lindsay's hometown um, Woodchip Village. Woodchip Village, that's where she's from. So her dad, who is, you know, sadly enough, her only remaining parent because she's always lost a parent. 98% of the time, she's lost her mother. I don't know why, but they always like saying that she's lost a mother. Um, so her mother's dead, and, and her father will call her from, I forget what I was calling it, Woodchip Village, and say, listen, like, I would really appreciate it if, you know, you came over here, you know, grandma's on her last legs, this might be her last Christmas, you know, you gotta, we gotta bring the family together. So Lindsay reluctantly gets on a plane to go to Woodchip Village for Christmas. Um, and again, she's not the biggest fan of Christmas, and she's kind of dreading going back to her, her hometown to kind of run into the people that she left behind there, because again, she hasn't been there in six years because she's such a workaholic. But that actually just might be an excuse, we're not sure. So she gets to Woodchip Village, and within the first five minutes of her arrival, you know, there's usually some sort of local airport situation, or they love to make her go on a train, and like the train gets lost, and it's like some shenanigans that it takes her a while to get there. But once she finally gets there, she immediately runs into um, her boyfriend from high school. Now, his name is usually Jim, and just to give a little rundown on him, he normally has um, a dead parent as well, and it's almost always the opposite of the parent that she lost. So if she lost her mom, he's lost his father. And just, you know, a little bit about Jim. He normally runs some sort of like local business, like maybe like a, like a Home Depot, but not like the franchise Home Depot, like a handyman store. I don't know what that's like a, yeah, like he like sells lumber or something like 98% of the time. But he's also like the town's kid. Like, if, you know, Mary down the road, her refrigerator broken, she's calling Jim. If Jill in an apartment building, like, her air conditioning went out, she's calling Jim. Like, he's like a man of the people within the town. And, yeah, so basically they meet. And they're usually like, oh, nice catching up. But stuff goes south really fast because Jim usually thinks that Lindsay thinks she's too good to be there. And because Jim is such, like, the heart of the town, he has a lot of pride in his town, and doesn't like feeling like Lindsay doesn't like his town. So they're, they're never friends in the beginning. Um, and usually, maybe 60% maybe of the time, Lindsay's left a fiance at home. We don't actually see this, this fellow quite often. He doesn't come with her on Christmas, which is a little bit questionable, like why are you not spending Christmas together? But Lindsay, Lindsay needs to do this on her own. So yeah, throughout the movie, there's basic hijinks. She usually meets like a friend from high school who has a kid and is maybe married, and she hangs out with them, yada, 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 enter the conflict. Now, the conflict is usually that there is some sort of threat against the town. So either, like, the town's library is about to get shut down, or, like, the local high school's performing arts program is, like, going down the tube, and they need to have some sort of fundraiser. It's a fundraiser that is sometimes um, in, in the form of a bake sale, wherein both Lindsay and Jim volunteer. And that's when they really connect. So they'll connect to this bake sale, everyone will save the town, and then it leads into their relationship drama because there's normally some sort of like um, public display of affection at the bake sale. And Lindsay's like, oh shoot, maybe I do miss Jim. And Jim's like, oh no, I love Lindsay. So it's like this whole, whole big issue. Again, she's usually engaged, which they never really resolve. The, the fact that she's technically cheating, but they just want you to forget about that. There's usually some sort of like vehicular situation where like someone either blows a flat 
And, you know, like perfect example, Jim and Lindsay are in a fight because they got back together, sort of, but then broke up. Um, but guess what? Lindsay blew a fat tire. Guess who's the only person that knows how to fix a tire in this town? Enter Jim. So that type of situation. And then there's usually a death of one of the, um, like someone's aunt died, like one of the pillars of the community dies, or they all need to come together, similar to the bake sale, but a little bit higher stakes. Um, and then that's when they go, you know what? Screw it. Lindsay breaks up with her fiance and they end up together and they always end in an engagement. I don't know if anyone's noticed this. They never get back together just as dating. They always have to, I'm going to, I'm going to win you back with a proposal. And that proposal always happens Christmas Eve because the timeline of these movies are like December 20th to December 24th. Lindsay leaves her corporate, her corporate job December 20th, which is like, wouldn't you already be out of the office that day? I don't know. Sounds a little fishy then she'll they'll get engaged in the 24th and you don't really realize that all this is happening in four days but it doesn't matter this is hallmark there's a completely different you know this isn't real life this is you know we were we are dispelling not dispelling reality we are suspending reality just for the sake of it and you rarely ever see actual christmas in these christmas movies they usually skip it it's usually some sort of a like maybe you'll get a christmas morning montage and then they flip to like nine, ten months later where they're married with a kid. And, and, that's, and that's how it goes. Sometimes you'll have a sequel. They'll obviously have a baby in the sequel. If you get a trequel, like if you get a third one, it's usually terrible because they're out of ideas. And they venture where no Hallmark movie has ventured before. Uh, so I don't really recommend watching those. But yeah, that's the basic Jim and Lindsay story for you. And they don't really explain how like she leaves her corporate job and like opens a law firm in Woodchipville. Like there's not, there's not really any issue with her like putting in her two weeks notice or like clearing up her health insurance or whatever. Like they don't really, they don't bore you with the details in, in old Hallmark land. So yeah, be sure to tune into Christmas in July. This is not sponsored. They also use the similar plot in just their regular movies, except her reason for going back to the town is someone died. And if they want it to be a mystery movie, her reason for going back to the town is someone was murdered. Uh, but And then the plot follows follow suit. I think I've rambled uh, more than enough. This is going to be a joy to edit. I Ooh. Okay, one more thing. I have, I have something here. You can maybe hear it. My microphone here. I was thinking the other day, do you know how they have um, in the chocolate aisle, they'll have like 15 different kinds of dark chocolate, each with like a, a percent on them. It'll be like 70%, 60%, 80%. I've always wondered what does 100% dark chocolate taste like? Because like I've tried like 75% dark chocolate and it still tastes pretty dark. So like 100% dark chocolate, like what is that? Is that just, like is there just no sugar in it? Because it doesn't say... I'm looking at the package here, and the ingredients just says 100% cocoa, but it doesn't say sugar-free, and I feel like they would advertise that. And sorry, not cocoa, cacao, C-A-C-A-O, cacao. Lord knows what that is. Um, but I'm going to open it here. You can do a little, I can do a little bit of, um, what is that called? ASMR, ASMR. This is me opening the... Lint. This is again not sponsored. Let's see if I got a golden ticket. Does anyone else think anytime you open a chocolate bar, look for your golden ticket? 
Although honestly, if Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, he's German. If Willy Wonka invited me to that factory, I would not be going because it's a little bit creepy and I'm pretty sure everyone died. Okay, here we go. It smells pretty dark, but it still smells like chocolate. It can't be that bad. I'm breaking off a piece. Do I go full piece or do I go half? I guess I'll just go full. Okay. Here we go. Okay. It tastes like chocolate. Oh, this is fine. Oh, wait. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Ew. Nope. Nope. Oh, I don't like this. Ew. Ugh, where's the, oh, it's getting worse. Where's the rubbish bin? I finished my Diet Coke. Yeah. Oh. <coughs> Ew. Dude. What the heck? What is this? That's disgusting. Ooh. Oh, it gets worse, the aftertaste. The aftertaste is worse, and it, ugh. That's really bad. That is really, really bad. What is cacao? I have to Google that, one second. Please hold, that's so bad. No one tried this, and if you do have like gum ready to go, that's disgusting. What is, is this not, the, the cacao bean is the dried and fully fermented, well, yeah, it tastes like a bottle depot. Ew. What are you supposed to do with that? Why do they even sell this? That's gross. Okay. I might make Kat a try, or give Kat the opportunity to try that. If anyone's looking for a almost full, barely used, lint 100% cocoa chocolate bar, you might be in luck. I might be able to sell you one. Thank you for joining us. Once again, um, never eat dark chocolate. If you're offered the opportunity of choosing between getting peed on in a Menchies or eating dark chocolate, I would highly recommend the pee because it is sterile and this chocolate isn't. So uh, as we always say, nobody asks for this. I promise next week will be a little bit more less, le there'll be less of me, which is a reason to tune in. I mean, I'm sure no one's tuned in at this point. I've, I actually would feel comfortable saying like my credit card number and stuff, my address, because there's definitely no one listening to this, but just in case I won't, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you, and we will see you next Thursday.